You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now a convicted murderer has successfully argued that not being allowed to have lad mags in prison was a breach of his rights. The man is serving life and asked a friend to bring the magazines to him. However, that request was censored by a corrections officer. Corrections is worried uh, that such uh, uh, material might become a form of prison currency, amongst other things. Criminal lawyer Steve Cullen is with us to discuss this this morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Tim. Your, your initial reaction to this, what do you think? Well, it seemed to be a storm in a teacup. You have to speculate instantly with the precluding women's mags from women inmates. It seemed to be an absurd inhibition on an inmate's right, after all, to seek, receive and impart information. They can do that under the Bill of Rights Act. Everybody in New Zealand's entitled under Section 14 to seek, receive and impart information and opinions of any kind in any form. So you need to show a reason why you're curtailing any individual's right to do that. And at the moment, what is the situation in prison regards this kind of material? Is it restricted? Is it prohibited? What's the story? Well, this kind of material is an equivocal phrase, isn't it? If it's simply a magazine that an inmate has requested a friend to bring in, then, of course, unless there's evidence to show that there's a justifiable limitation on him accessing it, he's entitled to access it. Uh, if you're referring to a different kind of material, because there can be injurious material, obviously, uh, then, of course, there'd be a justifiable limitations on that right. Yeah, they were talking in particular in court about FHM and Ralph, not uh, publications that I'm familiar with, but uh, there are uh, pictures of women in bikinis and sexually charged articles, apparently, uh, and Correction's argument was, well, this could become prison currency. Yes, that seemed to be grossly speculative. And the Court of Appeals comment was, look, this type of thing's on television now. Every inmate in the prison could be watching this on a television show. It's time to grow up and not adopt such a prurient approach to what seems to be a relatively insignificant issue. OK, uh, the idea that Corrections also put forward it would be bad for women's staff in prisons. It could be you know, dangerous for women's staff. Yes, that seemed to be. Uh, again, there was no evidence for it at all. It was purely speculative. Uh, the Court of Appeal commented on that and said there's no causal relationship that's ever been proved between men's magazines and violence. Uh, and let's not forget that every inmate in the prison is simply able to watch a television screen and see far worse material. So really, uh, corrections made a big blue by crossing this out of, yeah. uh, well, censoring the request. Was what they, yes, it, they it, did. It, it was yes, quite unfair to be censoring somebody's request on that basis uh, without any particular basis for it. It's a relatively insignificant, it's an expired pair of magazines as far as I know. I, like you, uh, aren't familiar with them, but it, it said in the judgment that they're actually out of print. <laughs> okay, thanks so much uh, for your take on this. Criminal lawyer Steve Cullen on that case where a prisoner has successfully argued that Corrections was wrong to stand in his way to access those two particular magazines. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.